Thank you for listening to the Ablaze Church Sermon Podcast. Our purpose at Ablaze is to love God, love others, follow Jesus, and tell others. If you are looking for a church home in the Tulsa area, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. or Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at ablazechurch.org. We're in a series here at Ablaze that'll take us all the way to Easter. It is called First and Foremost in Overcoming, based upon John 15, 33, the words of Jesus. I tell you these things so that in me you may have peace, for in the world you will have tribulation. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Now, we began this series of overcoming with David and Goliath. (laughs) Remember, how do you overcome a Goliath in your life? Well, David taught us, know that every battle is the Lord's. Hmm. We took a look at how do you overcome weakness? Well, with God's strength. When you are weak, do you realize God says you are strong in him? We took a close look at overcoming falsehood with truth. Jesus being the ultimate truth, truth incarnate, and the truth of the gospel is he came, he stayed to die for you and for me. We looked at how to overcome evil. You overcome evil with good, God's goodness. The beauty loves the beast, and the beast becomes beautiful. That's our story. Why, we were yet sinners. God forgave, and loved us. Last week, I spoke to you about overcoming anxiety with peace. Peace not as the world gives. Peace that only Jesus can give. In spite of all the circumstances, you can have peace inside. That's where true peace comes from. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Today, I want to speak to you about overcoming fear with faith. What fear did you walk in through those doors with this morning? I googled fear this week, and wow, you've got 25 greatest fears, 10 greatest fears, 3 greatest fears, and then the ultimate fear of all, do you realize, is death? I believe all fears fall under that one great fear, death. Overcoming fear with faith is my theme. What do you think of when you think of faith? Maybe words like this. It is by grace through faith you are saved. This is a gift from God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Maybe Martin Luther and his passage that he just adored. The righteous shall live by faith. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. Maybe you've heard this. Faith the size of a mustard seed can what? Move mountains. Jesus looked at those disciples and said, ye of Little faith. We learned from the book of Hebrews, faith is being 
certain of the things hoped for, convicted of the things unseen. And the author and the perfecter of our faith is none other than Jesus. Maybe you thought of those things. I want to give you the simplest definition between belief and faith. Faith is belief in action. Belief and faith are hand in hand, but it is faith that is belief in action. This is why the Bible says faith without works is dead. It took faith for David to go before Goliath. He believed the battle is the Lord's, and he went before Goliath. That moved him. His faith did. It was faith that moved Abraham to climb the mountain to sacrifice Isaac because he believed God could raise the dead. It is faith that moved Solomon to build the temple. Faith is belief in action. Now, the whole world, everybody in the world operates on belief and faith. Let me say that again so you understood that. Everybody, believers and non-believers, operates on belief and faith. The reason you sat down this morning on those chairs that you're sitting on is because you believed They would hold you up, and faith moved you to sit down. If for one minute you believed that chair would not hold you up, fear would take over, and you would not sit down. Everybody operates on belief and a faith system. They go hand and hand. Let's take one of the big fears that is mentioned if you Google it. Ready? Of the fear of flying. You know anybody like that? Hmm. It's a tube, basically, with wings that'll fly 30,000 feet above the ground, well over 500 miles in an hour, and when the pilot comes to, to bring it into a landing, you know what he says? The final approach. That alone might scare people. (laughs) A friend of mine who works for American Airlines, his wife is scared to fly. And he came up to me once and we were talking about it. And he said, I finally figured out why my wife has a fear of flying. She's not in control. (laughs) And I went, hmm. Now, You may have the belief and the knowledge that a plane can fly. And faith may even move you to step onto that airplane. But that belief and that faith will create fear by what you focus on. Now, if you focus on that pilot, guess what? The majority of airline crashes are pilot 
air. Yeah. And you're going to have fear. Now, if you focus on the airplane, the wings, the engine, guess what? That airplane was made by the hands of men and it will create fear. Then what people do is they focus on themselves. Okay. Like my wife once said to me when we got on an airplane, what am I going to do if the plane crashes? <laughs> Nothing. You have no control. Okay. Yeah. But people, because of fear, will take control. And they'll get a toddy. <laughs> they'll take a volume. Anything to knock themselves out to take control. Right? That belief... And that faith that moved you to get onto the airplane does nothing but produce fear. But there is something else. You see, whether you're scared to fly or not, whether you think it's logical or illogical, there's a belief system and a faith system that's theological. And what is that theological belief and faith system. It's where you focus on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. And you know there's an airplane. And it is faith that makes you step on that airplane. And now you focus on Jesus, whose hands created the heavens and the earth, who has told you in his word, nothing happens on earth with you without my knowledge and my hand upon it. My will is always done. On Jesus, who's all-knowing, all-powerful, who can calm the wind and the waves, says, listen, I take care of you. I am in charge. Nothing happens to you without my will. And I work for the good of everyone who loves me. I know the day you were born and the day you will die. It's all part of my plan and in my hands. And the more you focus on Jesus, that fear is overwhelmed. Because he's the one when the waves come over us, we sang about, we lift our eyes Joe Kuman, many of you know, every Saturday night sits right over there. After my sermon last night comes up and he says, let me tell you something. I feared flying. There was no way I was ever going to get on an airplane. He said, but I took 10 promises of God and focused on them for eight months. Hmm, imagine that. He said, my boss came in, put airline tickets down. Fear was gone. I got on an airplane. Now I love to fly, he said. <laughs> what was the difference? A belief system, faith moved him, but he focused now on Jesus. And when you do that, guess what happens? You will take off and fly over a mountain of fear. In fact, do you realize faith and mountains are part of one another, biblically speaking? Faith is always associated with mountains. In the Bible, you have God described on a mountain that 
The temple of God is a mountain. The presence of God is a mountain. In fact, heaven itself is a mountain. Listen to the words of Isaiah 57, verse 15. He who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, says... I dwell in a high and holy place and with the one who has a contrite heart and a lowly spirit. And then he answers, why? So that I can lift the contrite heart and lift the lowly spirit. Hmm. Listen, faith is associated with mountains in the Bible. Remember Abraham? He took his son. He knew God's word and believed that he can resurrect, and he took Isaac to sacrifice him. I'm not... Hmm. Remember Moses? Where did he go to meet God? On a high mountain. And on that mountain, he started to glow because he was in the presence of God. And on that mountain, he took the word of God down. For all of us. Remember the disciples? Jesus took them up on a high mountain and he was transfigured before them so that they would know and see that he is God Almighty on earth. John, who wrote five books of the Bible, in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 10, listen, he says, God took me in spirit, to heaven. You know how he describes that? In spirit, to a high and lofty place. Wow, faith is always associated with mountains. In fact, it is our faith that we might describe as a mountaintop experience. Yeah. But let me tell you, Everybody, once again, operates on a belief and faith system, okay? And they apply their life many times, describing it as a mountaintop experience. Think about it. What might you call a mountaintop experience in your life? A baby being born? Does that wipe away fears? No, now you fear for that life of that child, right? Getting married. There you go. Does that take away fears? <laughs> no, we talked about divorce right now or separation. Whoa! Getting a new job, right? Wipes away all the fears. Hmm, really? Now you could lose it. If your belief is in money and your faith is to move to make money, now fears are all away, right? Now, now you're worried about losing it. Okay, your belief and faith system will cause fears. Let me tell you what else. Your belief and faith system, if it's not theological, it'll make a mountain out of a molehill. Ever heard that? This is what you'll do with a non-theological belief and faith system. You'll look at somebody else's sin 
<laughs> and you make a mountain out of Look at that guy. He's so sinful. And your own sin? Just a molehill. <laughs> I'm not like that. Hmm. And then you'll make a mountain out of your own ability. I am king of the mountain. I can fix anything. All I need is a self-help book, and I can defeat anything in my life because everything else is just a molehill. Hmm. But you know what that's going to produce? Fear. Because ultimately, you will make a molehill out of death and eternity. And guess what, folks? The older you get, the closer you get to the end of your life. There's nothing. It will become a mountain in your life because fear really sets in. What is a theological belief and faith system? Now, to the world, it's illogical. It's foolishness. <laughs> Jesus, Christianity. But you know it's logical because it has become theological in your life through the work of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who takes your belief and faith system that you have and he transforms it like he was transformed on the Mount of Transfiguration. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, he transforms your belief system and your faith system into a theological, complete new belief and faith system that believes the Word of God. And it is the Word of God that you believe and moves you with your faith into action. And now that mountaintop experience is the day you were baptized, the day you confessed publicly Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that new belief and faith system will make a mountain out of molehills. It'll make you realize and know that your sin is a mountain that is unsurmountable. And that everybody else's sin is a molehill. And you will realize that you can do nothing about your sin. You can't climb that mountain and get over it. It's impossible. But with that belief, and with that faith that moves you to Jesus, to look to Jesus, you will realize and know that on the cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And faith as a mustard seed will take that mountain of sin, unsurmountable mountain of sin in your life, and cast it into the sea, and it'll be forgotten. That's where the scripture says, Faith as a mustard seed can move a mountain. Now you know what it means. That belief and faith system that's theological, produced by the Holy Spirit, will make a mountain out of death in your life. An unsurmountable mountain that you can't 
get over or fly over. And everything else in your life, all the worries are molehills because of death. And then through that belief system, you know the words of Jesus Christ and you're moved to look to him and turn to him and jump to him, you might say. And you hear these words, I am the resurrection and the life. Even though someone dies, yet shall he live. And if he lives and believes in me, he will never die. Do you? Believe this. And that mountain of death is cast into the sea. And it has no power over you. The devil becomes a huge mountain in your life. And you can't defeat him. But you know that the Bible says, pick up the shield of faith the sword of the Spirit, and dis extinguish all the flaming darts of the devil. You know that one word can fail him. A mighty fortress is our God, and the devil must flee from you. He has no power over you because it is your faith. It is your belief. It's your focus on Jesus that enables you to overcome sin, death, and the power of the devil because the victory of Christ is yours. And the greatest mountaintop experience of all is the day you die. Mountaintop experience, the day you're born, the day you're reborn, and the day you'll die. Listen once again to the words of John. He, he took me in spirit to a high and lofty place. What was that? Heaven. Now you know why Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in me. Trust in God. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back to take you to be where I am. What are you going to take home? Sunday morning in March. Well, I want you to take home that everybody in the world operates on a belief and faith system. One of those will lead to fear. You carrying a lot of fear this morning? You know somebody who's very fearful? Why? Why does it lead to fear? Because think about you're on top of a mountaintop, snow-capped mountains. They're so beautiful. Belief and faith moved you to climb that mountain. And you'll look at it, and one person says, look what the Big Bang did. How am I going to get down? The other one with a theological belief and faith system says, look at the handiwork of God. Wow, is he grand. The majesty of God. There is a belief and faith system that will lead to fear. You know why? Because they have no answer for death. You know what the answer to death is? If you ask him, I don't know. Now all of a sudden your belief system is I don't know. But there is a belief and faith system 
that focuses on Jesus and has the answer for everything you may face in life, and it will overcome every fear. <laughs> it's Jesus. And the outcome of death? I'm going to that mountain <laughs> called heaven. Wow. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.